0: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight
1: up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers' help, call 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the overnight crowd on your Monday evening going into Tuesday morning here on SEN. Bray Loverage with you. I'm now joined by West Australian journalist Eliza Riley, who's going to go through round four and five of the AFLW Season 7. Eliza, good evening and welcome.
0: Yeah, thanks, Bray. Obviously, um, big round five coming up with our local derby over here between West Coast and Fremantle, but a lot happened in round four as well to dissect.
1: Of course. We're going to go straight to that draw on Saturday between Fremantle and Carlton now. Carlton, two draws on the trot. I'm assuming that's the first time that's ever happened in AFLW, but Fremantle had the chance to win it late.
0: Yeah, correct. I'm pretty sure they're the first team to ever have two draws in a season full stop, um, which is quite the achievement for the Blues. Um, But unfortunately, you know, you look at draws, and one team was unlucky to draw and one team was lucky to. And in this case, Fremantle had complete control of this game hit the first four goals and really had massive ascendancy for much of the contest before Carlton really got going in the second half. Um, They had to swing a few magnets around due to injuries and they gave themselves a bit of a new look up forward. They ended up up kicking three goals in the final quarter to really pull themselves within touching distance. Um, Then down the other end, the ball got locked up in frowned Anya tie had the chance to kick the sealer from a free kick from about 10 metres out, but she missed her kick and the scores were level and that's all she wrote. It was just the last 60 frenetic seconds as someone tried to get a score on the board um, to win it, but unfortunately neither team could find a clear opening. So second draw for Cardin, but they said they felt like they won the game, um, which is just sort of testament to how far they had to come from back to win that to get um, themselves into a position to win the game, but unfortunately draw it in the end.
1: Yeah, for, sh- yeah, for sure. It was an absolute comeback. Well, North Melbourne beat Geelong by 12 points. Uh, I guess you could say it was a bit of a blockbuster considering it's 9v10 on the ladder. Two close teams in the competition this year.
0: Yeah, certainly. The Cats have made um, fairly decent improvements um, last season and heading into this season as well. They're a lot more sort of competitive and able to stay within games, which is largely thanks to a pretty strong defence they've got going. Whereas the Kangaroos, um, they've been sort of there, thereabouts for the past few seasons. So we probably expected them to win coming into it. And that's sort of exactly what occurred. But Georgie Prasparkas, um, younger sister of Maddie, mm. who's of course won a league best and fair and a Rising Star herself. But Georgie's making quite the name um, for herself. She became the youngest player to wrap up 30 or more disposals in an AFLW game on the weekend. Um, and she's averaging 21.5 disposals, some 7-8 tackles and 5.3 clearances. So it's pretty phenomenal what she's doing in her second season.
1: Yeah, for sure. She is an absolute gun. A bit of a low-scoring game between the Giants and the Eagles. The Eagles have picked up their second win of the season.
0: Yeah, the Eagles went over there um, after two really disappointing losses, um, including a 52-point Um, lost to Essendon just last week and completely turned things around and that was built on the back of their insane pressure and just ability to um, stunt the Giants' run-and-gun sort of game style, which we've come to know of them under their new coach. So Eagles just absolutely piled on the heat, made it really hard for the Giants to get anything going and then managed to kick a couple of goals to give themselves a lead and basically hold on for the rest of the game. So big tick for the Eagles to beat a side who's been there since day dot in the competition and also even their um, winning ledger at 2-2. Yeah,
1: 100%. Well, the Suns beat the Saints by 14 up in uh, far north Queensland. What do you make of this game?
0: Yeah, this is a really interesting one as well. The Suns and the Saints have been both 2020 expansion sides of in some respects sort of struggled to find their feet a little bit, but it looks like they've really both taken the next step um, this year. The Saints have probably exceeded expectations so far, whereas the Suns have been a bit up and down um, to date, coming off a massive Q clash belting at the hands of Brisbane. But they really responded here um, and got up by 14 points, their inaccuracy, they could have had this game to um, put it to bed a lot, lot sooner, but they kicked 5-12 in the end to sort of just keep that door ajar for St Kilda, but the Suns, they're finding avenues to goal and they've got Charlie Rowbottom um, really quite similar to Chris Parker St Geelong, really coming into her own in her second season in the competition. She had 30 plus disposals as well and is that sort of ultimate two-way midfielder who can attack but also knows how to defend and tackle.
1: For sure, Two expansion sides played off on Saturday as well. Port, who have been pretty impressive so far, obviously having the first draw a week ago with Carlton before that Fremantle draw, have, have well, smashed Sydney out of the park 68-2 to in that uh, battle of two new expansion sides. Sydney yet to get a win on the board so far.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a um I guess blight on the expansion sides, um, that Sydney are losing by that much. But Port were just so impressive and it's easy to see how they've recruited really established players and then picked up a few sort of diamonds in the rough as well from across the costly competition, which has really accelerated their sort of list build. Um, those girls who probably weren't getting games at other clubs but and now are seasoned competitors for the power. Um I guess this, from a Sydney point of view, it was really exciting to see Montana Ham back in action after she suffered what many thought was a serious knee injury in round one, but it's come up quite okay. And she's back um, into the fold and had a sec- good second game for the Swans, whereas from a power point of view, um, Hannah Ewings and Abby Dowry, they're two stars of the competition in the making, and they just continue to make exceptional steps um, and really lead this Port Adelaide team as two youngsters.
1: Hawthorne versus the Dogs. 30-point win to the Dogs. Obviously, Hawthorne struggling. Another another new expansion side like Sydney, but the Dogs got this one by 30.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Hawthorne have really struggled to score so far. That's sort of been um, the area that's been most concerned for them. But they've got some talented young midfield stars. Uh, Jasmine Fleming was of course a high draft pick. She's coming along really well. And Tamara Smith is... Bit of a find in the midfield as well. The, the youngsters work hard, try hard, and don't really drop their heads, which is a good sign for the future. Um, it will just take a few years to get there, whereas the Dogs are 4 Um But the thing is, they haven't exactly been tested yet. So, big one coming up for this weekend against North Melbourne.
1: For sure. A couple of good games last Sunday. Collingwood and Adelaide, only a five-point win to the Crows, the reigning premiers.
0: Yeah, Crows um, really probably aren't playing the dominant style of football that we've come to know of them. They're not completely tearing teams apart. They're just sort of doing what needs to be done to get to win. And that was another case here. But their inaccuracy um, is sort of a feature we need to keep an eye on with the Crows because they just haven't been as dominant inside 50. I think they had um, a fair amount of inside 50s, more than 30, but only kicked the two goals from it. So need to be a bit more efficient inside there to really start putting teams away.
1: For sure. And another expansion side that's doing pretty good things, Essendon. Surprising people. Only went down by two points against a decent, experienced side of Richmond uh, with a lot of leaders down there. What would you make of this close game?
0: Yeah, it was one where Richmond got out to a pretty decent lead and then Essendon managed to sort of call them back a bit. The Bombers, we know they can score and and score fairly, fairly quickly, and that's what they did again in this one. So I guess from an Essendon point of view, just seeing some of their young stars continue to take the next steps has been really exciting, as well as their established players. It all seems, the synergy seems to be just about there. It's just a matter of putting four quarters on the board, whereas the um, Tigers, they're you know, looking like a side who's going to take a bit of a leap this year, and it was an important four points for them.
1: Yeah, for sure it was. Now, we went in late Sunday, two two sides who are undefeated so far in Season 7, but the Lions just proving why they are probably the best side in the competition this year.
0: Yes, it's very hard to pick um, any faults in the Lions armour at the moment. They're just about the perfect side and to go down to Casey Fields, um, which is at Melbourne's um, home ground, they never lose down there. It's just a fact. Um, They play that ground so well and to beat them in fairly sort of wet and windy conditions is a big tick but they also ended a five game losing streak against the Demons which is massive for their confidence um, heading into the later stages of the year. So big tick for the Lions. Um, They're probably my Premiership favourites outright at the moment and I don't see that changing anytime soon.
1: Yeah, 100%. Now we go to an interesting round five. Lots of I guess weekday games, as you could say, there's only the three games on the weekend due to the AFL Grand Final, but plenty of AFLW coming all the, coming your way from Thursday all the way through to well, your Sunday even, but more particularly on the Thursday and Friday. We'll start with the Western Derby. It's a 110 local game in Perth. Obviously, the public holiday brought it all forward, so we're we expecting a big crowd down there. And uh, what, who's your prediction for this game? It could be close, I reckon.
0: Definitely the hope is a big crowd. are supposed to start at 7pm um, local time, but they've luckily moved it forward um, just to give families a bit more of an opportunity to get down to Watch the stadium. I think, like you said, it's going to be really tight. You've got West Coast who are probably on a bit of a high and have more confidence after that win on the weekend over the Giants, whereas Fremantle really struggling at the moment. Their confidence, I've never seen it so shot um, mm-hmm. and just they're struggling to sort of run out games. So, I think as a um, for my tip I'm going to have to go Fremantle just cuz they are unbeaten in derbies but I wouldn't be surprised if West Coast somehow found a way um and became shook that that little sister tag.
1: Yeah for sure. Well, another game on Thursday. It's uh 5:10 Victorian time down there in Geelong Geelong versus St Kilda 7 v 8. Who's your tip here?
0: I'm going to take Geelong for this one. They play GMHBA Stadium so well, um, and they've got some exciting youngsters like Chris Park, as we mentioned earlier, so Cats for one.
1: Second verse nine between the Dogs and North Melbourne. You'd think the Dogs would get up, and mind you, this is all at Punt Road. There's a, couple of ga- there's a lot of games in Melbourne around the uh, MCG precinct this weekend, but who's your tip in this one?
0: I'm going to take the kangaroos. I just don't think the dogs have been challenged um, properly yet by one of those sort of top four sides. So I think the kangaroos will get up here.
1: Collingwood versus Essendon at the AIA Centre, which is the Collingwood home ground. Who's Who are you picking here?
0: I think I'm going to go the Pies for this one. We've seen some good signs from Essendon, but they just yep. haven't quite been able to put four quarters together yet.
1: Now, this could be a very good game. Sydney Hawthorne at Punt Road. This will be interesting on Friday.
0: I think the Hawks get up in this one. They've just yeah. shown a bit more um, across the park than Sydney have so far.
1: Icon Park, Carlton versus Melbourne. You'd hope Melbourne would bounce back here, wouldn't you?
0: Definitely. The Ds for mine, Carlton, they're struggling, and hopefully it's not another draw and Carlton can shape that record.
1: Yeah, the lone game on Saturday at 1110 Melbourne time before the grand final at Punt Road. Richmond and Brisbane, you would think if, if Brisbane want to be the best team in the comp, they should get this one.
0: Definitely Lions for mine here.
1: Yep. Suns, Port Adelaide.
0: I'm going to go the Suns here. Um, I think they're on a bit of a roll after last weekend. And as good as Port were, they weren't really versing anyone of quality in Sydney. Yeah.
1: And to round out an exciting week of footy, it's Adelaide and the Giants. You would think the Crows would get this one as well.
0: Definitely the Crows um, down there.
1: Well, it's an exciting weekend of AFLW, Eliza. Can't thank you enough for your company this evening and going through all the games last week and to look forward to this week.
0: No worries, thanks.
1: Eliza Riley of the West Australian there joining us to go through all the AFLW action Round 4 and Round 5 this week and weekend. And what a massive weekend it is. I guess supporting the AFL Grand Final on Saturday at the MCG. It's an absolute festival of footy this week. We cannot wait for it. Plenty of time for your calls, one 736 736 and your texts on 433 We'll be back right after this.
0: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it.